Hello friends, welcome to TCC Bible Club. Just a friend, but more like a brother. Because they're very close, you know, uh, during the, their military times. Uh, yeah. They're not brothers, they're just like best friends. Nice. Mm. Wonder Vision. So, no, it just felt like, I don't know. Just mentioning Wonder Vision in there. Yeah, it felt like a, a footnote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice place to start from. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, friends. This is the TCC Bible Club. Nice. And uh, I'm JK. I'm joined by my brother, who is more than a brother. J.R. Richard. Thank you. You see how easy that was? Took no, you... I just let you <laughs> off the hook. Yeah, I made sure it took two weeks so mm. that I can try it again, so mm. that you you maybe have taken some notes. Welcome back to TCC. I... I'm having a bit of a cold. It's ending. Actually, it's on its way to the end. Mm. So, I know I still sound great. Mm. I'm just saying, just in case you're wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just in case you're wondering. That's all. Mm. Anyway, today we continue with what we started a little over seven weeks ago. Oh, that it has been that long? Yeah, it's been la- that mm-hmm. long. We've done two chapters sometimes, sometimes one. And now we are getting into Corinthians chapter 10. Mm. And we plan to go through the 66 books of the Bible, not mm. just all the chapters. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, you can lack any other content in here, but you, you, you can be sure. Yes. Every week. We got you here. We have the word of God going around. Yes. So, a bit of a recap. Last mm. uh, week we did First uh, Corinthians eight yes. and nine, mm-hmm. and it was addressing uh, the question where the Corinthians had asked Paul mm. about eating and touching things that mm. are offered unto idols, mm. and then we saw about uh, Paul mm. just um, talking about his apostleship mm. and the authenticity. Of his apostleship because yes. the Corinthians had issues with how he, you know, he he ran his business. Mm. Why why they ran the like ministry? The rest? Yes. Why are you not like JR? Mm. You know, JR. Yes. JR fasts. Yes. JR does not go to work. Mm. JR preaches for mm. seven. JK, mm. why don't you be like JR? Yes. See? But JK stood his ground mm. and told him and told them. Mm. Why he is the way he is, and so Taddy, Taddy, it's like Eminem. Have you ever had like that song? Eminem, I am whoever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would you say I am? I don't listen in to the such papers, songs. the news every day. I am <laughs> listen to such songs. <laughs> Radio won't even play my jam. <laughs> that is your preacher. That is your preacher who just quoted Eminem. Uh, I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to love Eminem a lot. But uh, that love, uh, you, you may squindle, kidogo. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. That was just on a side note. The love, the love of Christ mm. is overwhelming. The is love of everybody else. Yes, superseding. Ah. Yeah. Hallelujah. 
the last few verses say yes. and every man that strives for the mastery is mm. temperate in all things mm. now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown mm. but we uncorruptible i therefore so run mm. not as uncertainly mm. so fight i mm. not as one that beateth the air but i keep under my body and bring it into subjection mm. lest that by any means when i have preached mm. to the others i myself be a castaway mm. uh yeah over the week ever since that a lot has happened that has shed light on that script that verse you know where mm. you're you done all that work and then you're disqualified yeah, just yeah like you just yeah mm. anyway first corinthians chapter 10 uh, i almost asked what the, but let me ask what's what's the title on yours the old testament examples i knew yes. i got i got i got in kjv but i didn't want to say it because i felt like oh Uh, I'll, I'll rob him of his <laughs> of his covering yeah but for me it's uh, the KJV is warning against idolatry mine uh from 14 to Mendicovo flee from idolatry from i mean from verse 14 that is nice he's fleeing from idolatry yeah KJV you know they're like yo just just like the whole chapter is this, this yeah, like is you can deal you, with you, it you deal with it yeah you can deal with it later <laughs> let's rip it Moreover brethren I will not that you will be ignorant mm. that how that all our fathers were mm. under the cloud mm. and all passed through the sea mm-hmm. he reminds them about um the journey from Egypt how they were guided by the cloud they were guided by the cloud mm. and the pillar of fire through the wilderness you know that that is a, in, an interesting story yes. where you know mm. they go around in circles mm-hmm. of a journey that could, they could have done in two weeks mm. it's interesting yes first <laughs> two and were all baptized unto Moses yes. in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meal spiritual meat meat remember it's manna talking about manna in the manna of the in the manna they ate the manna in the manner they ate the manner. I know you wanted just to disturb the peace. <laughs> Verse 4. And did all drink the same spiritual drink mm. for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Remember that point yes. where Moses yeah. strikes mm. the rock. Yeah, the rock. Yeah. And which is interesting because when 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 he was told to speak to the rock no when he was told the first time to to to, to strike the rock and the rock uh, produced water it's it's interesting when he's told to to when they ask for water the second time and he's he he goes to god and asks for water because how god used to provide that water is the rock right the rock showed up uh he struck it and when he struck it water gushed out uh, it is interesting that will tresema when we're starting mine says old testament examples mm. so this is being spoken of in the new testament but in light of who christ is yeah. so he's not just using analogy that because of how that happened maybe that was christ or because that happened let us put christ there he's actually saying that was christ mm-hmm. literally in the wilderness of Sinai for 40 years the water that was gushing out from the rock the water was Christ the rock was Christ mm. you, you remember the encounter when Jesus has the encounter with the with the Samaritan woman 
and then he he tells the woman that uh give me some water to drink you know and the woman is like uh the woman starts getting legalistic and says you know you are you're a you're a you're a you're a jew you're a jew we are samaritans uh, how how can this be legally this is not supposed to happen this water leave alone me giving you water because if you look at it from a revelation point of view, if you look at it from the reader's perspective, yeah. who knows who Jesus is right now, you're like, number one, this story does not uh, does not make sense because he's not supposed to be asking for water. Yeah. Now, that from the woman's perspective, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but from the woman's perspective, she's like, this is not supposed to happen because of the legal implications of it. Uh, you're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan. We are not, we're not even supposed to be having this conversation in the first place. Why are you even asking? you know for the water we are not even supposed to be having this conversation and then jesus says um uh, you know if you knew who who was talking to you right now that you then you could have asked you could have asked him for the living waters that is very interesting because he says the living waters jesus gives the living waters and that is what sustained israel for 40 years in the wilderness you realize they didn't have like a, you know nawasco going around with them yeah they didn't walk around with a tank <laughs> exactly they didn't have they didn't have like the carriage they were they were traveling all the camels mm. like many carrying a tank of 200 liters uh, or whatever liters you know and the number that could be chaos because now these are like million one million guys in the wilderness looking out for for water in a specific in a specific in a specific place demographic in a space this demographic was very interesting because number one so so when when the water was 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 coming out from from the rock to say for example if they wanted water it would just stream forth yeah. to just stream forth from the ground and they will they will they will get the water and it will sustain them for the longest time but now it gets to a point where moses moses is told because the Israelites want water to go and speak to the rock. But because he was so angry, was so angry, was so pissed off with all these guys, these guys were just, it's like if they wanted something, they, they just wanted it. And they spoke it out in one voice, which is interesting, in one voice. Uh, so he tells them, he goes and strikes and strikes it. That number that was not the instruction by the that he was given. He was told to speak to it. He went in and struck it. Now, if, like Paul is saying here, that for they drank of that spiritual rock, they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. So the spiritual rock followed them. So the rock followed them. Literally, the rock followed them. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever it is that they went, the rock followed them. Now, if you think the only wondrous thing that is happening at this point is the is the is the parting of the Red Sea, dude, there are so many things going the on here. The, Red sea, the pillar of, of the pillar fire of fire and, the, and cloud. the cloud. Now, there's a rock following these people. <laughs> you know what? By the way, I don't I don't blame every other community or every other tribe that saw the children of Israel and ran away because. <laughs> I mean, these are some some witchcraft. <laughs> What type of wizardry is what this? Type of wizardry? <laughs> you know, it's it's interesting because the rock followed them. It's like God literally showed up and his divine provision for these guys 
his his presence when he says i will i will lead them out to the uh, to canaan god did not just send moses god actually showed up himself you know and these guys this is also another another problem that we might have in a, in the in the in the in the in the christian faith that we have been blessed with is you get so much used with the provision of god or with the miraculous of god you totally miss god because can you imagine god explicitly and god was not talking to moses the bible says he was talking to moses as if he was talking to a friend like a friend he was talking to moses like a friend <coughs> yeah. god gives him instruction when he goes to, you know on the on the mountain for for uh for the 40 days you know god speaks to him as if to a friend god communicates to him that's how he goes to write the new testament i mean the old testament the book of genesis uh, exodus uh, deuteronomy numbers uh, how god communicates to him should give you a clue on the voice of god and how you are supposed to articulate it to the people so that when you read the book of exodus when god says that is the one who is going to lead israel of course through moses but is the one going to lead israel we can read it in the book of exodus chapter chapter 13 verse 17 says then it came to pass when pharaoh had let the people go then god did not lead them by the way of the land of the philistines through although that was near for god said lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to egypt an interesting thing here is as even as i was reading this is god says though 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 that was near mm-hmm. the path of the philistines when they are going to uh, to encounter the philistines that was near god says lest and but these are in quotes <laughs> these are in quotes so god is actually speaking to moses here directly this is in quote god said in quotes lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt so god knows the hearts of the people and that's why he's the one who leads the people from Egypt so when they were under the cloud as much as moses was uh, in front it was not moses that was leading it was god that was leading god himself led them because god knew their hearts so god knew if i lead these people directly to war from Egypt these these guys are going to turn away they are all going to run away So God sees all those possibilities and says I'm not going to let them through that because I'm one first of all they need to see my mighty works so that their faith is even strengthened you know so that uh, they know who I am so that even if I lead them now to war they can be able to go to war because they know the God of Israel is in is in our midst that is why I believe also David you know when David shows up and finds this Philistine <laughs> this Philistine you know uh, blaspheming God mm-hmm. and is like How can this guy blaspheme the God of Israel? This day you will know. This this day you will know that the God of Israel is God indeed. So at that point Israel is also led to war. Yeah. And all of them, you know, all of them fled. All of them uh, ran away from the war. But one person who knows the God of Israel, who is David, stands. So that is more like what God was trying to make out of these people. So he says, so God led the people around by way of the wilderness he led god himself led them by his voice by his instruction to moses the uh, the wilderness uh, of the of the red sea and the children of israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of egypt 
So pia si eti walikuwa wanatembea tu ovyo ovyo kila mtu twandi. They were in orderly ranks. They were they were walking orderly. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him for uh, he had placed the children of of Israel under solemn oath saying God will surely visit you. That is Joseph speaking. God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones from here with you. So they took the journey from Sakoth and camped in Etham the edge of the wilderness and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud now that is what we are reading now in the book of first corinthians and the lord went before them before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so as to go by day and night so they could travel by day and night he did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or, or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. So that is an interesting thing, even as we are reading now in the book of First Corinthians, when he says that he actually, all of them were under the cloud and all of them passed through the sea. Because after that, after this verse is now the crossing of the sea. So actually, Paul is actually quoting these scriptures well, by the way, he's quoting them in order. Because from where I just read right now, from from chapter 14, is now the, the Red Sea crossing. And here he says, uh, all passed through the sea. See, so that is also a very important point to see when we are when are, when when you're quoting scriptures. Oh, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So that was more like a, a baptism that they were going through there. But something that I'd like to draw attention to that you just read: for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. They drank through the spiritual rock. He's saying explicitly that the rock that they drank on was Christ. Of course, he's talking in terms of fig, like in a fig of speech. That was um, that was what God was intending that to to look like, or or what was communicating, because in the in the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. God was writing the old the New Testament in the Old Testament. Just like he says that in days past it was not revealed to our fathers, but now he has shown himself, he has revealed himself. So he has not revealed himself and then started his story when he showed up, when he was born through the virgin. He has revealed himself in this manner. He has revealed who he was way before. Yeah. It's like, I've been writing your story all, around, all, all along around you, you know, and I've been there, even the, the places that you thought I was not, I was just looking at you, you know, I was just like, you know, putting down every single detail and then one day i'm like by the way i was there all along i was there all along so that is important it says that this spiritual rock that they that they drank from was christ now why is that important for us to know it is so important to the point that even if moses did not understand that that is what was going on god was writing the new testament concealed he suffered the consequences of him messing around with it. Because when he was told, the book of Exodus chapter 17, when he's told, uh, in the book of Exodus chapter 17, we see him striking the rock so that they can they can get water when they ask for water. In uh, Is it Mirabah or Mar- Mirabah? Something like that. He's told, strike the rock and water shall gush out. Now, why is that important? Is because that rock is Christ. The first time the people cried out for water, for life, because water is actually life, 
it's not just a phrase it's actually life you can survive you can survive long without food but you can't survive long without water what is literally life when they asked for life in our case example is is salvation because we're dead in our sin um, in him was light and that light was the life of men yeah so the life that was in christ was being shown in the wilderness when he struck it just like when christ was struck in the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 53 is talk about the striking of Christ as the servant of the, of of the father when the rock is struck it's a figure of Christ now from there onwards you just go to the rock you just approach the rock yeah. in faith because the second time years later after the first time it was struck a few years later moses is told to go speak to the rock now mm-hmm. because the striking has already happened yeah. it has already established it has already been established so the second time you come for for the you just ask you just ask in faith now we can stretch it uh to another dispensation and say maybe the two moments of the rock if moses was to do what god instructed him and not what he acted out in anger and misrepresented God. It could have been a, it could have been a figure of the first coming of Christ being struck for us, the second coming of Christ in victory. Or perpetually again, because the word of God is also robust, it can mean a lot of things. You can get a lot of things inside. It can also mean the first one when he was struck, water came out. The second time you can still come to the same same fountain and drink from that living water. But this time it doesn't need to be crucified again it, it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be crucified every single time you sin mm-hmm. that is the point right you just come and ask you don't need to strike him again so that perfect representation that god wanted out of the old testament guess what we did the mighty man of god the stammer I think part of his his frustration was that, by the way, he was trying to communicate to this guy, and then like he struck it, <laughs> or he wanted to come, <laughs> he wanted to speak, but then he couldn't speak. I'm just being dramatic, but you get the point. Um, so when when God is talking about when God is talking about um, the rock, he's actually saying this was Christ all along, guys. This was him all along the wilderness. When he provided food for you guys, he provided the rock. This was Christ following them. Because the Bible said, you, you see, you see, you see that rock, the first rock that we see in where I mean, the book of Exodus, chapter 17, is the mm-hmm. same same one that he strikes later. So that means the flock, the, 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 the rock was following them. That word, that fountain was following them all along. Mm-hmm. The miraculous of everything that was going on in between. So a lot of things were going on in, uh, in there. Uh, but the reason why Israel missed it, messed it up was because they focused on the provision of God rather than God himself. Mm-hmm. There was so much in the environment of the miraculous. The rock following them around, or the water gushing out from the fountains, and you know, manna from heaven, and the cloud. I mean, if cloud was if that was to happen right now, a lot of you know, some words would be like, Oh my goodness, that is so amazing. And then it stays tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, and then you wake up and you're like, ah, okay, he's still there. Yeah. You know? So it's like you can you can get lost in the in the physical manifestation of the supernatural but supernatural here i don't want to throw terms that sometimes we just don't put meaning to them if you get so much drawn to the 
manifestation of spiritual things, you can miss the substance of the one providing them. Mm-hmm. Because these guys, this is interesting, when this is interesting. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. These guys were slain. They were murdered. They were massacred. You know, uh, why? Because God was not, for, with most of them, God was not pleased. In fact, God even gave a promise and said, there's a certain age that will not enter Canaan. Leave alone Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses was one of them. Or was like one of them. They did not, number one, because he, he misrepresented God. Uh, that, that, that is number one. It's not just because he, he struck it, but because of what that striking that rock meant to God. Yeah. So God, God is not like, is not seem to anashika to feelings for sababu Because what he's telling you, there's a purpose behind it. You may not, you may not understand. So you just have to follow by faith. So when he says, speak to the rock. Please don't strike the rock. Just speak to the rock. <laughs> when he says, wait. Please don't start running because you are losing time. He says, wait. When Jesus is told that Lazarus is going, is there, is is sick, he's like, okay, that's sad. But anyways, and then it comes three days later. And then now we see why that happened. So uh, that is important. But also another thing that I'd, I'd, I'd like us to, 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 to bring our attention to is to say, when it says, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. These guys, what Paul is trying to say here is, number one, guys, these guys had it good. These guys had it going on for them. They ate the spiritual food, though they didn't understand it. You know, quail was just raining from heaven and manna raining from heaven. And then they were being taken to the land of milk and honey. I mean, come on, dude. Like, what part of that analogy gives us the summons that goes like this? Your wilderness experience. The wilderness experience. You need to be in the wilderness. Look for your wilderness experience. Look around you. What is your wilderness experience? Dude, if we were to go with that analogy of the wilderness experience, like so many psalms that we hear out here at this point, then we'd have to consider how the Bible portrays the wilderness experience. So, for example, I'll ask you, my listener, not Jake. When I say I'll ask you, people think I'm talking to you directly. So they're like, yeah, answer that, Jake. <laughs> when we talk about the wilderness experience, and I'd like you to go to the Word of God, in the wilderness, the wilderness, the true wilderness experience, not your sermon by your pastor, the true wilderness experience. Which part of the wilderness experience the Israelites had it rough? Like they were suffering. It meant suffering for them. It meant suffering. Which part? If you get it, please let me know so that I can also go through the the, the, the ones scriptures. who are dying suffered, <laughs> as you know, the sword. They suffer before they die. <laughs> But that is because they complained. That was not like, you know, the way the psalms usually go. The yeah. psalms usually go something like, you know, it's it's your season of suffering or a season of, now that is your wilderness experience. And they, I mean, if you want to talk about suffering, like in the wilderness experience, I, I, the place you want to go to is when Nani was fasting for 40 years. Our Lord was fasting for 40 years. Do did not eat. 40 days. For, for, for 40 days. 40, 40 days. days. Oh my goodness. Eh? I missed it. For 40 days. For 40 days. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm confusing with the 40 years of the wilderness. In, in, in. See what these pictures are doing in my head right now? That is more like the wilderness experience. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he did not eat, when he was tempted, you know, 
But on this, these are the guys right here for the forty for the forty for the forty years. These guys had it well. These guys had it going on for them. They had food. They had water. They shelter. had shelter. And they had they had like WWE was behind them, following the rock. <laughs> it was right. Can you smell what's cooking? And all of a sudden, were cooking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and quail was raining from heaven and these guys you know the cloud was was above them so that means they were not being struck by the by the uh by the sun you know and at night so they had kplc going on for them they had nawasco going on for them they had uh it commission <laughs> going on for them they had supermarkets following them around this guy these guys and their clothes by the way they had boutiques louis because vuitton. The louis, vuitton. Time. louis vuitton yote <laughs> their clothes did not, did not wear out. Their feet, their uh, their shoes did not wear off. I mean, seriously, can you imagine you having like the good leather shoes. shoes for forty years and it does not wear out? <laughs> and you're just fine. You're just okay. You're just cool. Like this, how we roll, ma. So these all these psalms, by the way, we need to start reading the Bible for ourselves to know what the Bible says about things. When we talk about the wilderness experience, God provided for them. God sheltered them. In fact, before they even started getting into the wilderness experience, look at what God says before them. He says, I will not lead them to the way of the Philistines. So I don't know, if you're saying that you're fighting in your wilderness experience, I, I just that is your own wilderness experience. That's not where God led you. The wilderness experience, if you're talking about the wilderness experience in the Bible, he says, when they even started that journey, they, before they even started that journey, God was like, I'm not going to lead them to that battle right now. So you get born again today, you're not getting to your wilderness experience, but like relax, you know. First of all, God needs to show you who he is, that is, that is his word, he needs to teach you who he is, and all that. And then, from that point forward, maybe when the battles come, you'll be able to withstand them. But even if the battles come, you need to look up to God, because even after they had gone to Israel, Israel, now Canaan, the Philistines battled your Tisha. Only the person that had the revelation of who God is, withstood uh, the Philistines. So, my point is, let us put our focus on Christ, the rock, the one who provides the water, the one who gives the living waters, the one who provides the living waters. Let us put our focus, not on the things that God provides, not on the fame, not on the money that God provides. Let us put our focus on God, Jesus Christ. Mm. And everything else shall be added unto us. So, verse 6. Verse 6. Now these things were our examples to the intent we should not last after evil things as they also lasted. Neither be you idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. <laughs> Come on, wow. Come on. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Toto. I will quote Toto by the way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Neither let us commit fornication as mm. some of them committed mm. and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Three hundred and twenty K in one day. That is where we say it is not a, a shy Bible. God killed all those people because of sexual immorality, because of fornication. And these things are written. The reason why Bible is not shy is because the Bible wants you to learn. And he just puts the consequences of sin there. He puts the consequences of pride there. He says, now, it happened for our examples. In other words, all this will happen because of us. That's why 
God was like, dude, why why did you strike it? Why did you strike it again? Twice? Why, why did you do that? You are supposed to speak to it because these things are being written for examples. Yeah. For examples, in other words, uh, they'll be used, we'll be reading from them and we'll be learning on how to handle ourselves. When our main, when our main uh, agenda is to eat and drink, rise up and play, in other words, eat and drink and just go on in our merry way. Yeah. Go on in our pleasures, go on in our things. Number one thing that is bound to happen or bound to get, uh, to to, uh, to sneak in there is sexual immorality. That is number one thing. Because that is the default, the default, the, that is the default uh, position of the human heart. is always to go to sexual immorality. And like we read earlier on, when Paul is talking about sexual immorality, he says, he who defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. Yes. So if Paul is saying that, Paul, where, where is Paul getting that from? Paul is getting that from the wilderness uh, experience. Uh, experience. The wilderness experience. So if you're going to teach about the wilderness experience, I'm giving you points that you're supposed to be talking about. Number one, the wilderness experience, God will destroy you if you're in sexual immorality. That is number one. So are you in the wilderness experience? Are you in sexual immorality? Destruction is coming very, very soon. It may not be physical uh, destruction immediately, yeah. but it's going to lead to that either ways. Because the, anybody who defiles the temple of God God destroys him. And you see that also to Tayona Ukwevombele. No, see Ukombele. When I'm saying Ukombele, I'm thinking the wilderness. So after the wilderness, the sons of Aaron yeah. are destroyed when they offer strange fire, you know, um, um, uh, in the presence of God. And God li- literally destroys them, sends another fire to consume them. Verse 9 Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed. Of serpents, neither mama you, as some of them. Wait, wait, wait! How how did they tempt Christ? Ah, they. Biblia na yoni King James KJV. The new King James in a semi verse nine. Verse 9, mm. now let us tempt Christ, mm. as some of them also tempted Christ, and were destroyed by serpents. Yes, serpents, serpents. Ah, yeah, 1 Corinthians 10, 9. Mm. Paul is actually taking this very, very literal, this whole Christ thing in the wilderness. He's, he's actually, you know, stretching it through to its farthest conclusion. He's not letting us go, you know, just like that. Saying that like some of no let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted. So he's saying the way some of them tempted Christ yeah. in that wilderness, let us not tempt Christ. Because like they did, when they did it through murmuring. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And the provision of God that has been given is not is not a right. And that's why we are against this mentality. And we think it's a spiritual thing, but it's actually an, an act of prayer that is masquerading itself as, as, um, as a sense of, as a, as a sense of knowing who you are in Christ. Yeah. When we approach God from a sense of pride that we deserve what He gives because we are His children. Okay, we don't deserve anything from God, nothing, no, not, not 
our salvation. In fact, that is the least of the things that we deserve from God. Every good thing pro- proceeds from Him and the Father from the Father of all lights. But we need to receive it from a heart of humility. When you go to ask things, Paul is Paul earlier on is talking about his rights that he has forfeited for the sake of Christ. We were talking about this the other day with another brother. And I, I, I saw something interesting because Paul is saying, guys, I have rights as an apostle to be provided material things with you guys because you are my mark of apostleship. But I have forgotten that right for the sake of Christ. I've decided to work with my own hands so that nobody can glory in my reward. Now, the same same thing as as Christians. God has given us the rights, yes, to become the sons of God. He's given us the power to become the sons of God. And the benefits that come from that. Now, us appropriating them or us um, seeking for them should not be out of rights, but out of humility. The right has been given from God, from his pleasure. He's decided that... I'm going to give you this and anything you ask for me, I'll, I'll do it. If you agree, I will do it. Okay? Now, when you come to ask, we don't come to ask with pride. Because you say we'll get it, we are going to get it. The right that you've been given, in fact, the reason why you're supposed to even, even be very careful about asking it from a right perspective, like right, it is your right, is because that always... That, that is always a slippery slope to pride. But if you're always staying in a place of humility, but asking boldly, because there's a, there's a difference between asking from a sense of you deserving it and pride and asking it boldly. Boldly means you don't need to feel condemned when you ask of it. Okay, so that is the boldness part. That's why the Bible says that you need to approach the throne of grace in boldness so that you can receive grace upon grace. And when he's talking about that boldness, he's talking about the grace of God, not material things. Because the grace of God, when the grace of God comes and saves you, when the grace of God transforms you, when the grace of God is provided for thy salvation, then the Bible says when you start to seek that, then everything else is added unto you. So you don't need to des- to, to come asking as if you deserve everything else, but you seek the kingdom of God in humility, then everything else is provided to you. So I, I believe we are supposed to get into a place with God, a place of humility, even when you're asking for the things that he has freely provided for us as his children, but in a place of humility, a humble heart, not a heart that thinks they deserve it. The heart that thinks they deserve it is a heart that is in the flesh. I think they deserve anything. They deserve anything. I mean, so, so let us not tempt Christ. Let us not tempt Christ because they, they tried that and it, it, it did not go well with them. Yeah. They were sent serpents. Some were killed. Um, because sometimes we usually think we, you know, we got it under control as Christians. And so, you, you, number one, you take yourself in places where you're not supposed to be taking yourself. Like now, these guys, for example, God has provided for them a lot, has given to them all things um, in, in regards to life. In godliness mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, God has given the Moses to give them the law to provide you know righteousness and God has provided also material things for them but they always turn around and start to mama they always turn around and go to sexual immorality and God is saying let us not tempt Christ as he 
as they did yeah. because he they were destroyed uh, not complain as some of them also complain and were destroyed by the destroyer so God also manifests himself as the giver but also manifests himself as the destroyer so he can provide for you but if you start going against him he's the destroyer the bible said that he who holds the uh, when he talks about the government mm. that he does not hold the sword in vain so as the government has been put there for them to provide for the people to take care of the people to protect the citizens they also bear a sword just like christ in the book of revelation is coming with a sword the sword that you know uh, uh, proceeds from his mouth so he's not just coming as a as a king as a reigning king but he's also coming as a judge so god takes all those things when you look at god from one from only one perspective and say you know he's a loving god he can never do you know bad things to good people and all those things then you need to just get born again and start reading your bible again <laughs> verse 11 now all these things happened unto them for examples and they were written for admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Hallelujah. So from the very beginning, the Bible was intentional. Yes. From the very beginning. Yes. Wherefore let him that thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. There has no temptation taken you, but as such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able but will the temptation also make you a way to escape that you may be able to bear it hallelujah hallelujah is verse 13 literal very very literal very very literal as literal as the as literal comes does that does that Tell me that I should be comfortable in my sin. Ah, never. Where? That, that God has brought it my way no. so I can be able to handle you it. Can ha- yes. You know what? Bring it on because nothing that comes is above me. Yeah. Dude, you will watch yourself fall <laughs> with a crescendo at the background. You go, you go, you go out, and you say, you know, you you put yourself in a very in compromising a, situation, yes, and you say, yes. "There's well, no temptation." I mean, if the universe has brought me here, oh my goodness! The, no, no, no. In fact, there's no. There's a phrase. There's a phrase. It says, "The what's the phrase? The the universe, uh, conspire. Is it conspire? Quasp over. Like like the universe plans with you." You know, is on your side. They conspired. Yes, conspires with you. You know, to bring everything. You know, towards your nonsense. <laughs> towards your nonsense. What type of wizardry <laughs> nonsense is that? Must put it. Therefore, wait, 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 wait. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Sisi when you tunajuaga sisi to miss mama. Sisi to metakaswa. Isn't that be dogondogo? Do you know I once had, and I told you this, there was a certain meeting that you went to. You, you, you're not there. Joy was there though. And they were talking about sin in a very trivial way. They were saying how, you know, isn't it dogondogo kama sin? And like they mentioned a few things. They even mentioned sexual immorality there, by the way. I mean, I was so, I was horrified. On my city, I was so horrified. 
I just said I, I just had to ask a question. I just had to, 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 to like get in there and just get to know what mindset is is going on here because the way they were talking about sin, it was, it was like it was a very small thing, you know. You, I, I, I don't see why you're struggling in this or in this, you know. A very small thing like this. And I was like, I, I, I raised up my hand and like I asked, I said, don't you guys think by you trivializing this sin, no matter how small you think it is from your perspective, number one, is not only making the work of the cross void or nonsensical, because if it is that trivial, why would Christ want to die? Number two, by you saying that, don't you think if there's anybody here fighting it or struggling out of it, they'll be thinking to themselves, they'll be thinking to themselves, this is impossible. If this small thing is making me fall, then what is the point of all this? It's like, you get it. Because trivializing sin, saying that this is so small, I'm a very strong person, I can handle it, or y'all can handle it. I don't see why you are struggling it, in it. Because maybe you conquered it, or because you've never gotten caught up in it. He's saying, you, he's talking to that person, the things he stands, to take heed lest he falls. He say, I've seen that in my life, by the way. Mm-hmm. There's a point, some scenes to me was like, I mean, dude, like, really, like, you're going through that? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're struggling with that? Wow. <laughs> you know? Until I got into it and I was like, oh my goodness, this is actually a very serious thing, man. I'm very sorry to the universe <laughs> for conspiring against everybody else in it. But that is to tell us to always be on the lookout, mm-hmm. to wear the full arm of God. When you wake up, wear the full arm of God. Don't say, because I've never gotten into this kind of sin, it, I, I won't get into it. And so you, you, you let it off the hook. To just be, you know, wallowing around you somehow because you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And so you are just in there, uh, just relaxing or doing whatever it is that people that do that do. He said, be careful lest you also fall. Because there's no sin that is alien to us. There's no sin that is alien to any single person. All of us have gone through it. All of us have been caught up in it. And if anybody has been caught up in anything, there's a possibility if you're a single, if, if you're a fellow human being, you might just get caught up in it too. Mm. So it tells us to be very, very careful about, about trivializing sin and also to hang around sin that we think we have conquered. Yeah. It says, just like he said before, flee sexual immorality, like, like run away. Don't think you can handle it. Don't think you're strong enough. You can take it or you can be able to go around it and things like that. Dude, put guards around you. Put guard, Flee and start building fences every single step you take when you're fleeing. So when you flee one step, build a fence there. Two step, build a fence there. Three step, like build a fence around you so that you don't think that you're strong enough that you won't fall. Verse 14. May I continue now, JR? Please Thank do, Karyon. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men. Judge you what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the, communi- com- the communion of the, the blood of Christ? Of the, blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Hallelujah. Behold, Israel, after the flesh, are not they... Bro, bro, why, 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 why are you in a hurry? Because in Amalizia, behold, Israel, after the flesh, 
are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar because you you in kuna malizia hapo bro why are you trivializing <laughs> you are reading <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. Am I not reading the word of God? I'm reading a lot of things there, so I'm trying to process it. And before I process it, you've gone to the next one. Therefore, maybe like flee from it. Oh, there's another fleeing right there. See? Yeah, I, that is what I was also going back to. Yes. There is another fleeing there. Mm. So there's fornication so far, yes. sexual, sexual immorality, mm-hmm. and now there is idolatry, idolatry, where you flee from it. Don't flee, like run Don't away. Don't fight it. I, th- I think because okay so let's 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 do some math here if one plus one equals to two then that means any single place you'll see one plus one it will just equal two yeah there it is, is no math. possibility of it being 11 being 11 unless you're trying to do some poetry yeah but flee from idolatry is like this thing has the same same effect with sexual immorality yes because idolatry god will also just destroy you just yeah. like he says you know uh, sexual immorality god god the moment you 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 uh, defile the temple of god god will destroy you the same same thing about idolatry god yeah. will just destroy you and we've seen that a lot of times in fact in the same same story of the exodus in the same same story of the wilderness these guys got into idolatry do you remember what happened at that point mm-hmm. when they got into idolatry by the way a few things happened Number one, sexual immorality got in. When they built the golden calf, you remember that? Uh-huh. They built it and say, these uh, they they told this guy to build them, um, to build them the the idol because Moses had gone for a few weeks. Dude was out there just you know writing the book of Genesis or whatever it is he was doing up there with God, yeah. and he was up there receiving the instructions from God himself. And these guys decided, you know what? Uh, it's been a while because we came here to do worship. I don't see why we can't. Which is interesting to me because let me ask you a question: Where did they get the idea of idolatry? Ukoivo Egypt. <laughs> so they knew. Okay, so God said we are, we're coming here to worship. Yeah. So far, we don't have an image to worship. We don't. We can't put a face to Him, yeah. right? and we've seen how worship is done before so you know what we're going to do we are going to do exactly what other people have been doing on their worship yeah so they started copying the egyptian way of worship yeah they said build us a golden calf so that you can worship and they declared they took the attributes of god and put them on the golden calf which mm-hmm. is more like idolatry So it was not just the golden calf because you can have a golden calf in your house for crying out loud you know it can be art but what was the idolatry was the same reverence that they had to God and the same same attributes that they had for God which means the mighty hand of God that brought them out of Egypt yeah. they said these are the gods that brought you out of Egypt so taking the attributes of God that is what you know uh, constitutes idolatry taking the attribute of God the worship the reverence that is due God and putting it on an image that has been created by human hands that is idolatry and he says flee that because it's again it's a slippery slope to so many things one one which one one which is sexual immorality i don't know if you can read that part jk when the uh, uh the golden calf 
Exodus. Yes, let's get there. Yes, Exodus 32, um, verse from verse three, mm. and all the people break off the golden earrings, which were in their ears, and brought them no, to. No, uh, it started from verse one. Yes, and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mount. The people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods which shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we cannot and we wot not what has happened to him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in your ears, uh, in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron and received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool after he had made it a molten calf. Mm. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Mm. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it and Aaron made proclamation mm. and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. Hallelujah. Yani, these guys literally went and created another God in the midst of God speaking to them. God is giving instructions for them to follow, and they're like, uh, 40 days, man? I don't know, you know? So that also means they didn't do this on the 40th day. Yeah. Maybe they, they waited one week, Moses did not come back, and yeah. they were like, hmm. I don't know about like Moses, this yeah. guy Moses, <laughs> and then you can tell also from uh, from the language like, like uh, as for this guy Moses, yeah, as for as this man Moses, we don't know what we don't know what they didn't even like send a search team, dude. Like the the guys didn't even go like maybe we should like send somebody up there, but again they said we should not go up there. So is it, is it because he was old? You know, maybe Alikwam Zesam. Exactly. Exactly. And they also not told they were, they were told not to go near the mountain. Yeah. So they said, instead of us waiting, which is also very important, I mean, waiting on God, mm. just wait there. If God has promised you something, which He has in so many places in the Word of God, He has He has He has He has, he has uh, told you to wait for for him in all those things in holiness and in purity if if he's promised you all those things then wait if they've not showed up then wait doesn't mean that god has died or his servant that he, or the word of god has died because that was what god said you know uh, that was the instruction if the instruction was for them to wait on god yeah. because he's, moses is going to inquire of god then be obedience and there's also caution against disobedience, against going out uh, again uh, uh, towards other gods. In the book of De Deuteronomy, chapter six, uh, from from uh, from verse ten, it talks about you know caution against disobedience. Mm -hmm. And uh, fr uh, from chapter seven, uh, from chapter seven, talks about the blessings of obedience. Mm -hmm. You know, let me let me get that. Six chapter ten says, "So it shall be when the Lord." Your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. <laughs> you did not build them. Just like your salvation, the gift of your salvation, your redemption, sanctification. None of those you built, by the way. None of those, you, it's, it's your own project. Houses full of all good things, good things, which you did not fill. 
hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware when you have eaten and are full. When you've received all the blessings of God, all the good things, then beware lest you forget the Lord. So fullness also comes with forgetting God. Yeah. You can be so full with all the good things that comes from God and all the money and all the fame and all yeah. the all those things, all the provision, the family. Like, for example, you're asking God to give you maybe a husband or a wife. Mm-hmm. He gives you, you have a family now. He says, when you're full, then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him mm-hmm. and shall take oaths in his name. You shall not go after other gods. Mm-hmm. So they did not invent a new God. Mm-hmm. They just went after other gods. The gods of the peoples who are all around you. For the Lord your God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord your God be aroused against you and destroy you from the face of the earth. So, the same, same thing we're saying. When he's saying, flee sexual immorality because he who defies the temple of God, God will destroy He's saying the same same thing here about idolatry. And that's why we connected it together when he said, the reason why he's saying flee is because one plus one equals to two. So when he says flee, places where God says flee is because his destruction is there. Mm-hmm. Remember Sodom and uh, Gomorrah? Yeah. Destruction came down. They did not flee. The people that, f- that flew, <laughs> they, they were, the, the people that flew, <laughs> the people that flew were, were spared, by the way. Yeah. Right? That was Lot and... Uh, uh, the, the family. Mm-hmm. He told them to flee, but then he told them to run away, to literally not look back. That was a literal, God was saying, listen, when I'm saying flee, sexual immorality, this is how it's supposed to be done. Lord, come here. Your story is starting in a few. Action. He sends the angels and tells him, you need to leave this city because God is going to destroy him. Why? Because people are committing sexual immorality here. And he who destroys the temple of God, God will do. He who defies the temple of God, God will do what? God will destroy them. So this guy flees from these two cities. And God literally destroys this, the whole, the two cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. Now God is telling them here in Deuteronomy chapter 6. He says, flee. For the Lord your God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord your God be aroused against you and destroy you. From the face of the earth. Arrest my case, Your Honor. I speak as unto wise men, judge what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? Yes. The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we, being many, are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Hallelujah. That is Christ. The that moment you, you, you get into communion with Christ, yeah. you, you're one with him. Because he says that this is the cup of my of my of my suffering, you know, the cup of my blood and you know the bread of, of my body. When you break it, you are it's like you're having fellowship with Christ Himself. Not that Christ is the bread like in like literally, yeah. like you're eating Christ. No, it's it's a point of fellowship. It's what God has appointed to showcase his fellowship with him. You know, with this suffering and with this, uh, and with this, and with this blood. So when when you are partaking of the blessing, which uh, of the blessing of the cup of Christ, it is the communion of the blood of Christ, and you cannot take that in vain. You cannot take it in vain. You cannot do it in vain. You cannot do it when you are not right, because you are actually fellowshipping with Christ Himself and with His body, which is the other Christians. That is one point. There is also a mystery, you know, around it. That when you fellowship in Holy Communion, 
Christ thinks us together mm-hmm. in spirit, you know, and in truth also, so that we are we we grow together. Yeah. It's like we are in perfect fellowship, you know, with Christ. So he's talking about that one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread, which is Christ Jesus. Just like the patuk of um, the manna in in the wilderness, and it was not different manners. That is why when the blessings of God, when when the judgment of God came, it came against them because all of them, all of like we started this chapter and it says all of them were under the the the, the, the cloud, all of them were under the cloud, all of them uh, had fellowship, the same same fellowship. God did not look at this tribe and preferred it against the other person or against the other tribe. All of them were under the same cloud. All of them partook of uh, the same same bread. Uh, so. We need to have that fellowship with God. We cannot have fellowship with God and also go have fellowship with idols and all those and all those other other sins. Yeah, keep on reading. Observe Israel after the flesh are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar. What am I saying then? That an idols that an, an that an idol is anything, or what is offered to idols is anything? Rather, that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy, just like we read in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6? Are we strong than he? So he's saying, do you really want God to... In other words, what he did not say there is, do you really want God to destroy you? <laughs> like is that what you want? Is is that is that what this meeting is all about? <laughs> do you want to die? Man, fellow man, do you is want that, to die? Do you want to die? Is death my wish? <laughs> or are we stronger than he? He's saying the fellowship at this point is not just talking about because earlier on he was talking about meats offered to idols and saying idols are nothing. They, 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 we know who the true God is, but now here he's talking about something even much more deeper. He's talking about fellowship. Talk about fellowship of demons. Because the thing that is uh, that is behind these things, these sacrifices, are demons and evil spirits, and is talking to them about fellowship with demons. So you also need to be very careful who you fellowship with and how you fellowship with those people. You can preach to somebody, you can be in a fellowship, you can be in a place where people don't worship God, but you keep your fellowship in Christ, mm-hmm. just like in the breaking of the bread with Christians, we fellowship with Christ. Yeah. The other people also, when they do that, they fellowship with demons. <laughs> directly or indirectly, whether they know it or not. So be very careful when you do that, when you in such an environment, you don't fellowship with them. You're not in one spirit or one body or in agreement with them. Because if you are, then you are fellowshipping with demons. Mm. Amen. So All to the glory of God. That is my next uh, topic. Amen. All to the glory of God. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. Okay, let me read that again. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. All things are lawful for him, but not all things are helpful. So just because you have the liberty to be indulged in some things does not mean that they are helpful. All things are lawful for me, 
but not all things edify not all things are to my benefit yeah both spiritually or if you're partaking in them maybe physically uh, not all of not all things are edifying just because it's allowed does not mean that it's helpful or it will help you out spiritually or edify you you know no uh, nourish you let no one seek his own but each one the others well being so he's going back to the first time when he said that for the sake of the weaker brethren kuna vitu zenye you can forego yeah for the sake of the weaker brethren so when he's talking about the things that are edifying and the things that are lawful he's also talking about the same thing let no one seek his own just you know my own freedom my own liberty mm-hmm. you know uh, he's, he's saying let uh, for the sake of also th- those people you also need to look out but again there's also another line that you need to draw you don't look out to people's uh, opinion mm-hmm. until now you also forget yourself in them Yes, so it is just talking about humility, the state of heart and the discernment that comes from that. You will know up IV and I can forgo my rights for these people. There are places where it's just legalistic. So if you forgo your rights, you will just be putting a rubber stamp to their legalistic mindset. So mm-hmm. you also need to have discernment for that. Yeah. 25. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market, asking no questions for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. Dude, enda tu tese bro. Acha mastori mingi imetoka wapi ile afariwa tu nani? Hiyo service ilienda aje walitaja Mungu, hawakutaja Mungu for conscious sake. Because they want to give conscious is without with knowledge, right? Yeah. With knowledge. The moment you add knowledge to whatever it is that is happening or whatever you want to partake in, it just it will judge you. Because you are giving it grounds for it to, to judge you. Unaipatia ratili. Itakweka tu hapo. Nasema, "Hey, utakula hii nini na hii kwanza ni ya kina nani?" Hii by the way ni Jehovah's Witness alileta hapa. Hiyo <laughs> ni hiyo ni the mammoths do walikuja nayo. Waleta hii blessing. Hiyo kwanza imeletwa. Unajua Muslims wamefunga. Eh bhai wamefunga. Hii hii imetoka kwa mosque. Hii walifanya au wakishafungua walileta kwa mosque. Dude, rarua kama ni machapo we rarua. Thank God for them. Receive with thanksgiving. Jesus nezaga. And to the na masamosa. Ni kama unaona zile nini zenye wao zinapikaga hapo hapo mbele ya mosque. Ah unakuwa. Sindiuzo nasema mdogo wangu. Samosa ziko pale nakwambia. Kwanza basi ukifika pale anakuambia ah hizi basi hizi si kama zile ziko supermarket kwa sababu. Hizi ndio Mombasa. Mambri basi jaribu. Mambashani. Wewe Mambashani. Mambashani hizi za kupatira Mombasa inakuambia. Da umsema kwa Mombasa. Zina kwa tamu. Acha kuuliza maswali mingi. Acha kuuliza maombi alimake before anze kupika. Unaona vile sisi Christians what tuna sanctify the, the, the chef and chakula malilitoka na Mungu unajua malilitoka. Dude, acha na hizo story mingi. We give thanks, Lord we bless you. Because there he says something that you cannot dispute. He says for the earth is the Lord's yeah. and all its fullness. Mm-hmm. So where did they, where did they take the raw materials for that? It's from the ground. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? We know the way that came from because we've read Genesis. He's the one who gave the provision from the ground. So, take it as if from the source. Achana na the achana na broke hapa katikati. Eh? Take it from the source with thanksgiving, yeah. 27. Mm. If any of those who do not believe invites you to dinner and you desire to go eat, whatever is set before you, <laughs> you desire to go eat. 
vile you know like we say like muslims usually do that by the way sometimes they invite you over you know for dinner or for whatever or they're having a celebration you know and th- th- maybe they want you to go there so this is the instruction that paul is giving to the these guys asked about these things so these guys were getting invites from all these yeah. idol worshipers in, in corinth so he's saying if any of those who do not believe invites you who do not believe mm. who do not believe so i don't care who they are yeah who do not believe Yes. Uh, to dinner, <laughs> to dinner and you desire to go eat whatever is set before you asking no question for conscious sake. But if anyone says to you so for conscious sake do not ask. In fact don't even ask. And But if anyone says to you this was offered to idols do not eat it for the sake of the one who told you number one for the sake of the one who told you so he's saying we are doing this specifically for our god yeah this has been offered to this idol and we want you to come over in other words fellowship yeah what he was talking about earlier on he's talking about fellowship he's saying don't do it for for his sake for his sake that means don't legalize what he's doing Mm. Don't show him that he's right. Mm. By by you going there, by you going there is like you're putting a rubber stamp that what he's doing is is correct, is okay, is fine. His idols are fine. And also, for uh, do not eat it for the sake of the one who told you, and for conscious sake, and for your sake also. Mm. For the earth is the Lord's and its fullness. Again, he's saying the only point you're supposed to to be standing on way in regards to this is when you're receiving it with thanksgiving as if from the lord mm-hmm. and not in any point of fellowship like when they were when they will go to the shambles to to buy meat that was offered to idols at that point it was being sold it was being sold mm-hmm. though it was offered to idols you know the overflow was brought to the market should be sold at a cheaper price at that point you go eat it as if this is from god as if this has been provided by god because all all the things are uh, on earth and the fullness of it belongs to god but when it comes to fellowship when they are fellowshipping in their idolatry he says there don't go dude like for your for the sake of the people and for your sake i say not i say not your own but that one what am i even doing right now <laughs> for the earth is, is the lord's <laughs> <laughs> it's fullness. <laughs> when all this fullness, mine has a has a footnote here. Let me read you the footnote. B. Let me get it. Ten B. He says. Uh, he quotes Psalms. Iyo uh, inyanasema. For the earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. He's quoting Psalms chapter twenty-four one, which says, "The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein." For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. So he's quoting Psalms chapter 24. Conscious, I say, not your own, but that of the other. For why is my liberty judged by another man's conscience? So there we go. But if I partake with thanks, why am I evil spoken of for the food over which I give thanks? I think we've explained that. Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. 
give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God, just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. They may be surveyed. So whatever it is he's doing is not because he's a hypocrite or because he's trying to please people, but he's doing them for their sake that he may also be able to save It's amazing how when you when you when you get down into the word of God, it is exhausting. It takes a lot. So that means it's just the living word of God. It has weight. It's speaking life. It has weight to it. It's coming. It's gushing forth like you know. Living waters. Yeah, and I want to put this applaud here, this round of applause, please, everyone. Yes, th- thank you. Like that, like that. Yes, this, this is a moment of appreciation to you, my brother, because uh, some of the things that you have been able to be used by God to open in this specific forum and hallelujah. podcast, I wouldn't. I would just be going through like, you had that, guys. Let us continue. <laughs> You are like you're like you start from verse four. You're fourteen, and you're like, let us continue, guys. Let us continue, guys. So last week we saw what the word was saying. It was saying you flee. And then so keep fleeing. If you're not fleeing, you're going to hell. Peace. Peace out. Let's continue. And then the next verse is flee from idolatry. See. So see? you see, guys. See? So we are still fleeing in this episode as well. Our work is to just flee. We are fleers. Fellow fleers. Call me flee. I'm a flea with double E, not with EA. <laughs> that joke can go can go bad really quick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So thanks flea so guys. much. Flea God guys. bless you and God uh, add upon you. Amen. Grace uh, upon you. So that people see just because you own a specific thing or you run a specific thing, it's not a must, but that you be the stereo, the starring in that area, you know, it's, it's beautiful because, you know, God can use whatever he has given to you. Uh, through somebody else Hallelujah. you know yeah, you're there true, you're true. there and uh, you know and it's a test because sasa kama ingekuwa mtu mwingine anasema hey jamaa amekuja hapa hey, run hey, 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 sasa mimi niende sasa nisikie uchungu hivyo niende kutafuta exposition before to find your nini before we hey, do the, at least upate code during the during the nini and the one who is saying you start reading, I'm like, okay, stop, stop. You oh, see, I don't know why you're going so fast. Listen, you see, there's something here you don't see. <laughs> because, because you're trying to prove a point, eh? Yeah, but mm. uh, the word of God mm. is subject to, it's not subject to anyone. Mm. That's the one, the first point. The it's it's Spirit, his word, man. Yeah, it's, the it's Holy Spirit word. will uh, will uh, inspire us differently mm. according to the word of God. At the end of the day, it will still remain mm. the word of God. Mm. Whether I speak it, or Jer mm. speaks it, mm. or your pastor speaks it, mm. it remains to be the word of God. It is not about the person who has been used to speak it. It's not about the vessel. It's not about the vessel. Mm. It's about the message. That is why he has an issue with uh, the 
the wilderness, the wilderness experience. experience. There's some of, trust me, let me tell you the truth. I don't know, I've not done this. We can actually do it right now before like we log out. Go there and just type the wilderness experience. <laughs> see what comes out. See the okay. number of preachers that will come out with that. Yeah, we can just try like practically right cool. now and see what Google. happens. Google. Yes, just Google the wilderness type experience. The wilderness experience. Yes. Ivo too, what was Yongeze? I also Yongeze the salmon on the wilderness. I'm at the Nini. Goja utaona. I ended up on YouTube. What does it mean to have a wilderness experience? Oh my goodness, there we go. The wilderness experience, the transformed soul. Three keys to surviving the wilderness experience. <laughs> Please read it for me. Please, I want to see that one. Five lessons yes, we yeah. can learn from yeah. the wilderness experience. And you're not saying which, 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 Nini? Eight which biblical also? tips to survive the wilderness wow. experience. Wow, see, see. What is a wilderness experience compelling truth? The significance of the wilderness experience. Four reasons the wilderness experience is not a waste. <laughs> Can you read that one? Ebu somewhere you gonna a few points. We just see. Uh, uh, it was three keys to surviving our, your wilderness experience. Yes, your wilderness experience. Ebu Ebu read those those keys. <laughs> just like so that when just as no what wrong guy after you was on a figure and come out and say what we to say to. Aye, number People, one. Yes. First, remember where you have come from. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, in this wilderness experience, we are talking about <laughs> what? What are we talking about here when you talk about the wilderness experience? Have they given like a background on? on well, what um, is? for all uh, this is by Jay Robinson. Uh-huh. For all Jay. the serenity wow. found in the Bible, yeah. when it comes to enjoying creation, yes. the Scripture also includes an understanding of the wilderness as experience, as representing a place of discomfort. Danger? No! And fear? No! No! That was not all about it. Life brings all of us wilderness experiences. See? 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 Exactly our point. Exactly our point. You take the wilderness experience to be the suffering, to be the the discomfort. These guys were not in discomfort, I have not. I have not finished. Life brings all of us wilderness experiences. It may be being forced out of a job. Let bring. Let me let me finish. Let, oh you told me to read. Let me finish. Or betrayal by a friend ah, or a family oh member. God, give me some break. Or when a divorce is finalized. Or when the doctor oh says, "I am sorry to tell you this, but Allah my adukuduku." Quotation mark. The dark night of the so. Oh the my God, Batman. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. The moment you bring Batman into this, <laughs> that's it. I. Why? It's like when this pastor, this pastor from Bethel says yeah. that, you know, is it, who is the, the lead pastor? Or oh, no, the one of the prophets mm. saying, uh, Nini is, uh, saying Nini is, is professional, is prophetic, right. not professional, uh, Spider-Man. As, as Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> so the moment I'm going to the dark night, I'm, I'm done. The Lord of the, I'm done. Uh, we are done. We are done with this. So you know the, the joke. You I get the there, point. Right? You get the, the point. You the have stated experience. your case. The people have had exact. You. Thank you. I was the just making have, a case for yeah. myself because the Bible says, "Nina, you need evidence." In two or three witnesses, have you seen all those witnesses we've read? The wilderness. That is the wrong exposition of of the wilderness experience. The wilderness experience number one. These guys were just unbearable. They were actually they were the guys. These guys were the ones taking God through a wilderness experience. If you're looking at it from that perspective, it was God going through the wilderness experience. By the way, it was God being discovered. No, you know, let me just leave. Ladies it and gentlemen, you only hear this on the TCC Bible Club. Why, why don't you come back next week? Why, why would you wait why not? for me to tell you that why the episode not don't you is come up? Back? You know that it is there every week. 
every week. Guess what? We are also on YouTube now. Yes. Why are you not there yes. already? Yes. Why? Yes. Why? Yes. Go and check it out. But yes. until we meet again, peace, man. Peace. Enjoy your wilderness experience. Enjoy your wilderness experience. Please, Jer, say that thing that you always say. Grace. Grace upon you. Grace upon you. Hallelujah. Peace oh, it's ab- catching up on you. Eh? Grace upon you. Peace above you. <laughs> peace. <laughs> Joy around you. <laughs>